Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, June 6th. TD Economics Senior Economist Vikram Ray says that there are issues that could spill over to other asset classes if the stablecoins market fails to maintain confidence. Stablecoins, unlike cryptos, are pegged to another asset's value, typically the US dollar. This gives some element of stability. Depending on the structure of the stablecoin, they may also be backed by the issuer holding assets equivalent to its exchange rate value. Ray highlights that the risk for a stablecoin is that weak market confidence, resulting in large-scale redemptions, could be greater than the assets held by the issuer, reducing the value to nothing. The recent collapse of Terra has raised concerns. As a stablecoin that was meant to be worth a US dollar, its collapse to nothing resulted in billions of dollars being lost by investors. The TD Economist concludes that while the stablecoin's market is currently small, as it grows and intensifies links with other asset classes, risk and volatility will grow. With this potential to have a significant impact on the wider financial system, regulators are keen to consider how to mitigate this burgeoning risk. Canadians living in the Maritimes saw a narrowing gap between the region's average income per person and that of other parts of Canada. But in the past decade, that gap has widened again, according to a new study from Fred McMahon, resident fellow at the Fraser Institute using per-person GDP data. McMahon's study found that the income lag in the Maritimes reduced from $11,169 in 1997 to $7,907 by 2010. However, from 2011 to 2019, the gap once again widened to around $11,000. McMahon says that reduced government spending as a share of GDP reduced during the years of greater prosperity and increased again in the years that the income gap has widened. Additionally, significant employment insurance reforms coincided with the years where income per person closed the gap with the rest of Canada, but changes since have seen a rise in unemployment. What's next in the evolution of ESG investing? That's the question answered by Andrew Simpson, portfolio manager and head of the McKenzie Better World team. He's been speaking with WP's managing editor James Burton in the latest WP Talk podcast and talked, among other things, about how regulators can address greenwashing. I do think trust is, is a very important factor. Um, you know, an, another um, important factor is, is going to be, I think, um, transparency. So you're going to have a bit more, I think, harmonization of, of information. Right now, um, you have companies doing corporate social responsibility reports. And, and there's many cases where you have investors looking at things a little differently than the company is. So uh, I, I think having some, some uniformity to what are the material ESG factors that a, a company should have in a particular industry. Um, you know, those types of, of uh, initiatives, as well as the idea of making sure uh, mislabeling is not occurring, um, you put those two together, I think that gives investors a lot more confidence um, because ultimately investors, they, they want to achieve their, their long-term financial goals. We believe they can achieve them by aligning their investment portfolios towards a sustainable future. So you want to make sure the fund you're investing in is, is, is truly doing the work there. You can hear the full episode in the same place you're listening to this one. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, a new study shows sustainable debt is critical for economic change funding. An Ontario real estate industry group calls on politicians to take serious action on housing policies and should thematic index investors fear market volatility. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.